Welcome to the Redeem Evangelical Mission Tram Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God. Equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. shepherd, he's our bulwark, he's our rock, he's our defense. Bless the name of Jesus this morning. If you're grateful for life, if you're grateful for vitality, if you're grateful for health, exalt the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good morning, Bishop. Good morning, Ma. Good morning, District Pastor, all the zonal pastors in the house, all our area pastors, branch pastors, leaders. I celebrate you all this morning in Jesus' name. It's the pastors and leaders session, and we're continuing with prayers this morning. Praise the Lord. It's day four of the Kingdom Life World Conference. Yes, you can jam those hands together together for Jesus. You can jam those hands together for Jesus. How many of us have been blessed thus far? Yes. And it will only get better in Jesus' name. All right. So this morning we're going to be praying. And I have before me a prayer point that I dare say is one of the most critical prayer points that we can pray as a church, as a ministry. Not just as pastors, but also as members of this great house. And for every friend or son of our big daddy that's in this house that God has graced with a ministry, it's also one of the most critical prayer points that you can also pray. Because it has vast spiritual implications. Vast spiritual implications. And for us as Tremites, for our individual and corporate prosperity and advancement. Now, in my few years of being a pastor, and maybe, maybe also as a member, I do not recall, and that's not to say that it hasn't happened before, but I do not recall that we have prayed this prayer. I do not recall. I can be wrong. Very wrong. And that, this, the, the theme of this prayer point is for us to pray for the headquarter church. To pray for the headquarter church. And if you have a ministry, sirs and mars, that you happen to have more than one location, it's important you pray for your root. It's important you pray for your root. And pray for her prosperity and peace, because therein lies your own prosperity. Praise the Lord. The truth is that there are things that we struggle with in ministry that if we took it as a matter of urgency to pray for our headquarter church, we would not struggle with. Because there are spiritual implications of being the head. So I'm going to just, you may sit down please. For a few minutes I'll just lay a foundation and we'll just run. The head of anything, the head of anything is extremely critical. How much more when we consider the human anatomy? Your head occupies 
you know, we can argue that there are no more important parts of our body. But if you decapitate your head, there is no life. There is cessation of life. You can lose your hand, you can lose your finger, you can lose your leg amputated, and you can still be alive. But if you lose your head, you cannot find a headless human being. You cannot. So that tells me that it's an existential necessity to take care of your head. An existential necessity to take care of your head. The human head is the center of our thoughts and emotions owing to the other internal parts that it, it houses. And so when we look at that spiritually, there are implications of the head. The first mention of head in the Bible is in Genesis 3.15 where God, in placing a curse on the serpent, says that the seed of the woman, referring to Christ, will bruise or crush the head of the serpent. So Jesus is not just merely defeating the devil, he is utterly destroying the devil by crushing his head. And that's what he did at the cross. Crushing his head. That's why we can boldly say the devil has no power except that which we will to him. In warfare, like we read in the story of David, 1 Samuel 17, verse 46, to signify victory, you cut off the head of your enemy. So yes, he's thrown the stone with the sling and it's brought Goliath down, but he had to take his sword and cut off his head. At that point, the Philistines fled because it was finality. The giant had no way back, was not going to come back. Psalms 133 tells us how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in peace and unity. He says it's like the oil that flows from the head. So the head is the focal point of the body and is the place of anointing. It's the focal point. So Proverbs 23, 67, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So it means that whatever goes on in your head determines the course of your life. Whatever goes on, whether good or bad, determines the course of your life. So when you look at that organizationally, and for us as a ministry, the head projects the nature and the structure of the organization. It provides insight into the identity of the people, into how they function, into who they are. The head also dictates the culture. It sets the pace, sets the standard, the benchmarks, and provides the required leadership to propagate, to further, to sustain organizational culture. Values, which are the ethos, the foundation, the building blocks, the essence of that organization. The head, the corporate head, portrays the best and the most ambitious expectations of any organization. So when you see the corporate headquarters of a bank, you see its excellence, you see its glory, you see its splendor, you see its strength demonstrated. It's the focal point. It is the prototokos, the prototype, after which every other branch, after which every other location derives its essence. 
it's in the head or the corporate headquarters that you cannot only see the present but it gives you insights for the future the head so if we bring it home for a ministry if any ministry or any organization will thrive then her headquarters must be the ideal model that embodies all of this why like i said it demonstrates the resources it demonstrates the strength it demonstrates the capabilities the potential the the, the splendor of that organization the corporate headquarters of any organization must be inspirational and be aspirational for every person that belongs to that organization that's why when you come from your branch and you come to the headquarters there are certain expectations you have that if they are not met you are disappointed you might not say to anybody but you are disappointed why because you always want to come to the headquarter church for example and see something that inspires you so that you can also aspire to emulate or to do in your own local church so that places a demand on the headquarter church to be a place of constant innovation constant inventiveness have dreamers the headquarters cannot stop dreaming because it has perpetual dependence it has people that are perpetually depending on it for their survival because the reason why you are a branch is because you draw from you don't supply your nutrients or you don't source for your nutrients you simply draw and how do you draw by being connected a natural demand a natural demand so this then means that for the leadership of your corporate headquarters and in this case the pastorates of the of the headquarter church and indeed the membership of the headquarter church in trem world or in your ministry or the trem tree trem tree and it's intentional for me to use that analogy must not relent must never rest on their oars must never live in the successes of the past however beautiful they are you cannot live in the successes of the past paul writing in philippians 3 from verse 12 says i forget all behind me and i pursue so the headquarter church must continue to pursue must continue to pursue must continue to break new grounds we're going to pray in a few minutes we must continue to dream because the stakes are too high the stakes are too high and that's why paul said in ephesians chapter 6 from verse 18 to 19 if you just put it on the screen for me praying always with all prayer after he had talked about the armor of god with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints and for me so there's a need to pray for us or pray for our headquarter church there's a need 
Throw on the screen for me Psalms 122. Psalm 122 from verse 1. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Verse 2, please. Please go on. All the way. Our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is builded as a city that is compact together. Whither the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, unto the testimony of Israel to give thanks unto the name of the Lord, just as we've gathered. For there are set thrones of judgment, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. Verse 7. Peace be within thy walls and prosperity within thy palaces. For my brethren and companions' sakes, I will now say, peace be within thee. Because of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek thy good. Can we be on our feet? You can throw, leave that scripture on the, wall, on, the, on the screen so that people can see it. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. This is our Jerusalem. Without the tribes go up, all the tribes of Israel, all the tribes of Trem, from all our locations, as God has blessed us, over 200 branches, 221 branches, and for your church, it might be 10, it might be 50, it might be 100, it might be one, or rather two. But pray for the peace of your roots, of your root. Pray for the peace of your root. Let's lift up this church. Let's lift up the headquarter church before the Lord. Let's thank God for this church, for where it all started almost how many years ago? 43 years ago, we turned in January. The headquarter church, yes, we might have moved physical location, but the rank and the position has not changed. This still remains the headquarter church, where it all started from. Makatalaba Shatele. We thank you, Lord, for the headquarter church of the redeemed evangelical mission where we all came out from. Our progeny. Thank you, Father. The source, the seed, the roots that has born all of these branches. Thank you, Father. All of these expressions across the nations of the world in north america in south america in europe in, in 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 asia we thank you lord within the continent of africa all across the states and locations in nigeria we thank you father Uprato, Rendes Eketeliande, Redos Ipracalamanda, Rabo Shekete is building. We are building. This headquarter church is building as a city that is compact together. We let the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, unto the testimony of Israel, unto the testimony of Trem, unto the testimony of Trem, Makarados Ekete, Libra Daba Shata, Lengros Ika, Nekotoliandes, Ika Rodes Ipa. To give thanks unto the name of the Lord for there, for there, for there. Makarabo Shata. There are set thrones, set thrones, set thrones, set thrones. Pray for the peace. Pray for the peace. 
pray for the peace pray for the peace we derive our essence your location in Eket derives its essence from the headquarter church your location in Abuja derives its essence your location in Ovigo derives its essence your location in Medugri derives its essence your location in Akure derives its essence it 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 derives its essence in houston it derives its essence in atlanta it derives its essence in london it derives its essence in dagnam it derives its essence in italy it derives its essence rendos iparados retos ipete rendas apatolia rendelebe curiades redos ipa Regos Okotolia, Regos I Pratosikata, Randa Labashataya, Makarados Ekete, Maradaba Shataya Dada. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The the NLT of verse verse eight or verse nine rather. Of that same Psalm 122 says, For the sake of the house of, our, of the Lord our God, I will seek what is best for you. I will seek what is best for my headquarter church. Reverend Kende was speaking yesterday, Shalak Kende was speaking yesterday, and he said a lot of things. I will seek what is best because in your prosperity is my prosperity. In your prosperity is my prosperity. I will seek what is best for you. May all who love this headquarter church prosper. Is the Bible. Is the Bible. Is the Bible. The headquarter church, like I was saying, is the root. Is the root. The importance of the root cannot be overstated. The root is the base of any tree. And like any solid building, if a building is going to be great, if a building is going to be solid, then it must have a solid foundation. So also, if a tree will be great, it must have a solid base, a solid root. Solid roots. Solid roots. Solid roots that go deep into the ground. The roots absorb water and nutrients from the soil and into the stem before it supplies. Number one, it stores excess food and nutrients after it has supplied its reserves for the tree. It doesn't keep it there. It stores it for the rest of the tree. The root serves as an anchor in the earth. In the earth. So what does that mean? The stronger the root system, the greater propensity that that tree has to withstand violent weather conditions and forces that come against it. Else, if a wind comes and it doesn't have a strong root system, what happens? So you see, oh, that tree fell. The root. The root. The root. The root also competes with other plants 
the root also competes with other plants for territory for territory to secure as much water and nutrients for the preservation of the tree it is the strongest and fastest root system that survives though. so where you find where you find other trees contending around a tree or other plants contending around a tree the root system is not as strong it's not so you must pray for our roots you must pray for our roots root health is extremely vital beloved the easiest way to kill a tree is to attack the roots job chapter what 14 verse 7 say the tree be cut down abi that's cut down so we can cut off all the branches from time to time you see people they cut off branches they prune the trees what happens it still grows again why because the root is still firmly planted so if it's cut down as it, even if he says even if the roots are dry but at the scent of water it will sprout again why because the roots are still there but when you have an attack on the root especially a subtle attack that is subterrain under the ground you don't know the attack is there at the root eating at the root you are doing your own thing in your branch but you do not know that your root is under attack what happens you are toiling toiling struggling 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 no results no results what now happens in a tree you now start seeing yellow leaves you start seeing poor growth you start noticing uh -uh, last year it produced this quantity of harvest but this year the harvest has reduced what happened i put fertilizer now i did this now i did that now i did this i didn't how come my harvest is reduced your root is under attack your root is under attack there is there is there is what is called the amylaria root rot amylaria root rot it's a pathogen that attacks the root it attacks the root subtly subtle very subtle you will not know you don't know that fungi that fungus rather it it abides right there under the soil and it can be there for years how does the infection happen by contact once your root contacts it that's it so you're doing all that you're doing and yet there are no results there are no results that's why you must if it's a matter of policy make it a policy in your church pray for the headquarter church pray for the headquarter church you might not like every pastor that is here you might not you might there might be one member that you don't like his face but pray for the headquarters because in her prosperity is your prosperity the symptoms of this amylaria root rot you say the plants slowly decline slowly decline so you it's not sharp slowly gradually 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 you now start observing a 10-year period and you say ah yeah, we were having 500 members now we are 42 god forbid what happened 
Your root is under attack. Root is under attack. Root is under attack. The root is under attack. Jesus in Matthew chapter 13 was speaking about the, 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 the tears when men slept. When men slept, the enemy came and planted. But now we're going to uproot everything, every part of thing that we cannot see attacking our roots, 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 within and without, attacking our roots, attacking our roots, attacking our roots. We take them out. In the name of Jesus, Rites Ipatoliades, Regos Icatalia, Rende Kelebendo Sica, Redos Ipratolabo Sate, Rende Kelebecuria, Radas Atta, Radas Atta, Radas Atta, Radas Atta, Macarados Ike, Rendos Ipratolia, Redes Eketolianes, Risata Labayades, Recos Ocotolia. Raba shate, rendo rika, prego dos ikete, riba shatata, rendo lobo shata, rana la mana laba shata, reges i pratolia, rada bashata, rende legedosia, rada shate, regelumande, retos ipato, renge levecuria, rado shatete. Rika Poliane, Rekos Okoto, every part of him, Ekoliane, beneath the earth, beneath the earth, attacking our roots by the authority of God's word. We uproot them now. Cabo Sate, Rendes Ikatolianes, Parada Sata, Parada Sata, they will not cut off our head. The devil will not cut off your head. It will not cut off our head. It will not cut off our head in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Isaiah 41, my time is almost up. So I'll just run through this. Isaiah 41 from verse 8 to 16 in message translation. We're going to read it together. We're going to proclaim the word together. Against every enemy of our roots and our church. Let's go. So Israel now trim, right? Or you put your ministry, says. Trim, thank you. But you, trim, are my servant. You're Jacob, my first choice. Descendants of my good friend Abraham, please, quick. I pulled you in from all over the world, called you in from every dark corner of the earth, 
telling you, you are my servant, serving on my side. I've beat you. I haven't dropped you. Don't panic. I'm with you. There's no need to fear from your God. I'll give you strength. I'll help you. I'll hold you steady. Keep a firm grip on you. Count on it. Everyone who had it in for you will end up out in the cold. Real losers in Jesus' name. Those who worked against you will end up empty-handed, nothing to show for their lives. When you go out looking for your old adversaries, you won't find them. Not a trace of your old enemies. Not even a memory. That's right. Because I, your God, have a firm grip on you and I'm not letting go. I'm telling you, don't panic. I'm right here to help you. Do you feel like a lowly worm, Jacob? Don't be afraid. Feel like a fragile insect, Israel? I'll help you. I, God, want to reassure you. The God who buys you back. The Holy of Israel. 15. I'm transforming you from worm to harrow, from insects to iron, a sharp toothed harrow. You smooth out the mountains, turn those tough old hills into loamy soil. You'll open the rough ground to the weather, to the blast of sun and wind and rain, but you'll be confident and exuberant, expansive in the holy of Israel. In the next one minute, proclaim a blessing upon your headquarter church. Proclaim a blessing upon your roots. Proclaim a blessing upon your headquarter church. Proclaim a blessing upon your roots. We're expanding on every side. In the name of Jesus, there is no room in the inn. We are growing in leaves and bound. Qualitatively and quantitatively. In the precious name of Jesus. Rica supratelegede, redo parada shate, limbrandos ecre tu parades, inde filaries, redes ica, macatole, redes opoto, rada shata, licatoria, macaramanda, retos i pratovarodes, rendo rica paradasha. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' awesome name we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, let's celebrate Jesus. Come on, go ahead and let's give God praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're not going to, there will be no dull moment at this time because I'm going to flow in the same direction. So we're going to rise. It's a warfare prayer. Whatever that is attacking the root must give way. Spiritual or physical. In a spiritual warfare, everybody is a suspect. <laughs> everybody is a suspect. Anything that the Lord did not plant must go. Enough is enough. The headquarters church must explode. And anything that the enemy have done on the route must give way. If you agree with me, say amen. amen. Let's rise. We are still going to pray. Except you don't love this prayer, you can quietly go. 
We are here for war. The headquarters church must stand. The headquarters church must grow. We must enlarge and increase and multiply. Spiritually, physically, numerically, financially, materially, in gift and in talent. We are going to pray. Please hold somebody's hand. If that person is afraid of holding your hand, that person is a suspect. Hallelujah. Hold, hold the person's hand. We are going to pray in agreement. I served at the headquarters church some years ago. And I saw the growth. I saw the increase. On a Tuesday service, we can count 4,000 people. On a Sunday, we have counted 10,000 people. I served here. So something is wrong somewhere. And that thing that is wrong must go. Wherever that thing is hiding, under the roof, wherever it is, in the name that is above every other name, open your mouth and declare that that thing must go in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever that is attacking, the root, the root, the root, the root. Rakatosarita, manariata kasoriata, machete leketosarita, mande yetehika, ratatata, reketosa, masatia, ratakasoto, mariata halibasiata, rakatoso, mande kate, reketosa, ratatatatasa, reketoria labosariata, ikalibra ata. Masheteria soriata, manaradadadagadosa, ikalibrato soriata, mandeete hikayata, ratakato, rakatakato, rakatota, 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 jetelete, leketo soriata, mandeata, ikoto, lebreto soriata, manaradada, reketosa, mande. We uproot, we uproot, we uproot, we uproot, we destroy anything and everything and whatsoever, whosoever attacking the root in the name of Jesus. We uproot you in the name of Jesus. Any attacker, invader, destroyer, spiritually, physically, wherever they are located, assigned to attack the root, directly or indirectly, spiritual or physical, in the name that is above every other name, Jesus, we command them this hour, give way, give way, give way, give way, give way, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, let me hear louder, amen. amen. Nothing. <laughs> the labor of our Father will not be in vain. Amen. The sacrifice will not be in vain. Amen. Our desire, and I believe is the deep desire of the presiding bishop 
to see the church grow to see the church multiply and if we are connected you know I think it was Reverend Trudeau who preached on we had I mean some time ago he said when you connect you collect if you are connected and you want to see explosion please permit me I know I have some prayer point but I think I should flow with that the truth is this no matter how we try to see our branches explode if the headquarters is not exploding we are going nowhere we're going nowhere is the head when the head is apart the body is useless I have never seen a headless person walking on the road you must have a head so we're going to pray in agreement if two of you or two of us shall agree as touching is the agreement and that agreement should not be agreement of just the lips it should be agreement of the heart you desire to see the headquarters church stand and grow and explode and multiply increase and enlarge in every area you're going to pray every destroyer must be destroyed every attacker must be attacked every invader must be invaded in the name of Jesus Christ anything hindering the growth the increase the multiplication the expansion the enlargement of the headquarters church open your mouth today in the name that is above every other name any attacker invader let them be utterly 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 and totally uprooted in the name of jesus open your mouth beloved and pray in the precious name of jesus whatsoever wherever they have gathered whatever plan whatever strategy that they have to ensure that the headquarters church will not rise to the place of increase and multiplication expansion and enlargement in the name of jesus we stand in our place of authority in our place of power given to us by our lord jesus the victory that we receive over two thousand years ago we stand to establish we stand to decree we stand to proclaim we stand to declare anything and everything and everywhere that they gather let them be destroyed let them be destroyed in the name of jesus father we say thank you in the name of jesus in jesus mighty name it's still part of my prayer my, my prayer topic to pray for the growth of our churches i don't know how you feel you walk into your church you see cheers some of us have beautiful chairs in our churches beautiful chairs i believe that every single chair in the church represents a soul we did something when we are in our papa church when we are in intercessory team reverend Nat, we did something we discovered that we have chair benches and people we are not sitting there and then we we are we now discover that every single space 
represents a soul. And what do we do? We now have to start laying hands on that, on the chairs. Not just laying hands, but speaking, calling them forth. The church must grow. The church must increase. In that small supermarket, that we must move from that small supermarket and remarks is yet to also be a witness from that small supermarket by the grace of god we move from that small supermarket to outside the supermarket people we are wondering this church we thought that we close from there to goddess cinema goddess cinema could not contain us from there to our own land there was increase that was multiplication every seat in your church will never be empty in the name of jesus we are going to lay hands using the chairs here. They are not here for decoration. They are not here to just look at the colors. Yes, we have red. Yes, we have different colors. No, but we are here to call forth those that these seats are meant for. In the name of Jesus, use the seat as a point of contact, reaching out to your own church. Let begin to proclaim the decree and decree growth. Please lay your hands on the seat and begin to call forth men and women, call forth families to come forth. In the name of Jesus Christ, He quickly the dead and He called those things that be not as though they were and they came to be. My dear, your tongue is the extension of God's tongue you can release a word and call them forth release them wherever they are you are a carrier of power release them wherever they are we need to grow we need to increase we need to multiply we need to enlarge in the name of jesus father we call them we call them we release them all men and women boys and girls young and old let them begin to come forth in the name of jesus let them occupy the seed that is meant for them we release them we release them we release them in the name of jesus in jesus mighty name we have declared in Isaiah 66 and I read just two verses seven and eight he said before she traveled she brought forth before her pain came she was delivered of a man child the next verse he said, who have had such a thing? Who have seen such things? Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? He said, for as soon as Zion traveled. Please hold on there. As soon as Zion traveled. What if Zion refused to travel? You cannot talk about increase and growth in your church without traveling. You can't. Because even a pregnant woman that is expecting a baby should not just go to bed and relax. Whether you like it or not, there are people, even the woman will be praying, I want to deliver this baby safely. And when you enter into 
well they call it labor room but i call it delivery room now when they enter when the doctor say push the woman have to push that baby has to come out we are all pregnant our church need to be filled or filled up with people people need to come people need to stay people need to serve people need to worship people need to be loved people need to be valued my dear let's open a mouth this moment and travel you are praying for your church also you are praying for your ministry also but we are praying also for the headquarters church open your mouth in the name of jesus and travel let those souls let those men and women let those boys and girls it does not matter where they are it does not matter where they are today if you travel if you desire it if you cry for it if you desire to see them you travel let them come forth let them come forth let them come forth let them come forth in the name of jesus christ we shall grow in the name of jesus in jesus mighty name not only growing numerically where we grow both in quality and in quantity financially <laughs> spiritual growth yes financial growth yes material growth yes we need all of this they are part of the growth because i can also see that you may have a thousand membership and you are not growing financially you will be frustrated i pastored in Ethiopia. we are every sunday listen to this every sunday you will see your church full but when it is time for offering everybody will start going home yes <laughs> it's an attack on the road <laughs> everybody will start moving and we are wondering what is happening the little one you collect you will also see people line up opening their hands to collect the same money how do you survive i have to go through that until i have to tell myself no 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 <laughs> it's not about the quantity now <laughs> it's about also the quality but listen to this by the special grace of god my wife and i have to enter into serious fasting and prayer under heavy cold ready to die not to impress but something needs to be done God answered with speed. People started coming. I said, it seems one Sunday morning, a big car just drove into the compound. And I saw the plate number of the car. It's an American embassy plate number. I said, huh, now, now we start. <laughs> and I saw a lady that came out of the car heavy I said we don't start and gradually and gradually God started raising people bringing people 
bringing people. That's why a nation is not born in a day, but you have to keep praying. Gradually, they started coming. And by the grace of God, I started seeing people who can pay tight. I started seeing people who can support. And then from there, and so we need quality people also. If you don't need them in your church, pray them into my church. Please, I will give you the address number one. Will do the one. <laughs> but let's start from here first. Let's open our mouth and say, Father, release men into this ministry. Release people into this ministry. Release them, release them, release them. In the name of Jesus, men and women, boys and girls, the matters financially they are there, spiritually they are there, materially they are there. In the name of Jesus Christ, we call them, we release them. Exceed our expectation in this direction, Lord. Let them begin to come forth in the name of Jesus. We lose them wherever they are. We call them wherever they are in the name of Jesus. We release them, we call them in the name of Jesus. We call them from the north. We call them from the south. We call them from the east. We call them from the west in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. Please, if you can give it to me. In TPT. Luke chapter 5. I read from 1 to 6. Luke 5. All right. He said, On one occasion, Jesus was preaching to a crowd on the shore of Lake Galilee. A vast multitude of people was washing to get, I mean, pushing to get close to Jesus to hear the word of God. The next verse. He noticed two fishing boats at the water's edge with the fishermen nearby rinsing their nets. The next one. Jesus climbed into the boat belonging to Simon Peter and said to him, let me use your boat. Push it off a short distance away from the shore so I can speak to the crowd. Jesus sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished, when he has finished, when he has finished, he said to Peter, now row out to deep water to cast your nets and you will have a great catch. The next verse. Somebody will leave this conference, going back to your church, you will have a great catch. People who say we have been waiting for the door of the church to be open, and here we are. They will come in the name of Jesus Christ. If you believe it, let your amen be louder. The next verse, please. Now, it's a master, Peter replied. We have, just, we have just come back from fishing all night and didn't catch a thing. Maybe you left your church to this conference and not having much people in your church. But can I say this? As our Father have declared, by the time you are going back to your church, you will catch many. Many will come on their own. As so many will come on their own. There are people that God has positioned. Yes! Whether you evangelize them or not, God have destined that they will walk into your church. And as they come, 
they will stay. God will surprise you. Please tell your neighbor, tell your pastor, tell your fellow pastor and say, God will surprise you. God will surprise your church in the name of Jesus. Now listen to this. He said, but if you insist, Jesus, if you insist, we will go out again and let down our net because of your word. And we have been receiving the word here. The next verse we are going to close. He said, when they pulled up their nets, then we are shocked. Ah, may the Lord shock us with heavy duty growth. That even the number of chairs you have in your church will not be enough. That a day will come when you will stand and say, Brethren, you can look around and see that the number of people we have here and the number of cheers that we have here, there is no way you can compare. We are going to raise money right now and begin to buy new cheers. We want to have an extension. If you are the one that I'm speaking to, say amen. I receive it for myself and I receive it for the headquarters church. In fact, I am seeing by the grace of God that the day will come that will be a kingdom life that will happen here that we will have canopies all over this compound that this auditorium will not contain if you believe that shout a big amen it's a dream and that's the dream of our father and it will surely come to pass in the name of Jesus in your church also that your Tuesday service will look like Sunday service your Sunday service will look like a conference. If you believe that, shout amen. amen. Then we are shocked to see a huge catch of fish and their nets. We are ready to burst. We're going to pray this prayer. I just have two more prayers, I know. Now, number one, please, we're going to pray that across the nations, across the tongues and tribes that God will begin to pull people. We want to see Indian people coming here to worship, Chinese coming here to worship. In your church, you see people coming from different nations, from different tongues and tribes, coming to worship in your church. My dear auntie, you call them for The Bible said that God quickened the dead and he called those things that be not as told the way he call it if god can call then i don't know the reason why you and i cannot call let's open a mouth and begin to call them from different nations from different tongues from different tribes let them begin to come forth wherever they are whatever that is holding them should lose them in the name of jesus we call them, we call them, we call them, we call them. We release them wherever they are. In the name of Jesus, we release them, we pull them. Anywhere they are, we move them from where they are. Where they are going, walking around the street, looking for where to worship. Just like myself, walking around, looking for where to worship. And God said to me, this is where I have planted you. Go there and worship. And by the grace of God, almost 30 years, I am still standing here. Open your mouth and begin to call them. Release them anywhere they are. In the name of Jesus Christ.
in Jesus mighty name they will come and they will stay please get my prayer they will come and they will stay a South African preacher I met in Ethiopia got so frustrated and he left he came to me and said pastor I'm leaving I said why he said I'm tired of church visitors I said what do you mean he said they come and they go they come and they go I said no you have to pray for those who will come and stay. We will no longer be having people that will come and go. God needs them. The Lord is in need of them in the house. They need to be planted. They need to be established. But there is something I want to say here. Your attitude and my attitude is what will make them to stay or leave. Your attitude. Now we day here. We, now, they are, now, here they, now we day are so you have no place here. It's not true. When Reverend Kachi was talking about the things that are eating of the root, let me say this to us. One of the dangerous insects that can enter to eat the root is that insect that will stand. I say, you can't enter. Now we're here. New people are coming to church, sir. But they are living because of the attitude of some of us. You may not like my face. Once I finish, I drop the microphone. Reverend Katrina, you call me here. I will go and sit down. So, the truth is this. There are people they love the message they love the church they love the leadership they want to stay but somebody's attitude somebody's behavior somebody's pride and arrogance is telling them you cannot stay and they have to go because they want to go to where they can be valued but that nonsense must stop can i hear an amen i say it must stop in the name of jesus we are going to kill that insect that is eating and said you cannot enter open your mouth this is my last prayer now please open your mouth and pray in the name of jesus christ whatsoever that is standing at the door and saying they will not come in they will not be established they will not find a place to fulfill purpose in our churches from the headquarters to all the branches to all the ministries wherever they are located inside nigeria outside nigeria within lagos outside lagos anywhere our churches are in the name of jesus anything and anyone and anywhere that they are standing we declare today they must give way in the name of jesus they must give way in the name of jesus In Jesus mighty name I have one minute please I call these element scorpions and serpents some of them are in ushering ministry sorry I love the ushers some of them are in the choir 
I was once a chorister. Some of them are, you can find them anywhere and everywhere. Some of them are even the people working with the pastor. There is this. I don't know the grammar we use because Reverend Kachi is a grammarian, so, so he will know. <laughs> but the truth is this there are people that are there standing as Iroko. We must approve them, man. We must approve them. The church must grow. The church must grow. The church must grow. They are standing at the door like the Pharisees. They are standing at the door. They are raising their shoulders, blocking people that are supposed to come in. Anyone standing blocking anyone, we are preaching the name of Jesus. We are preaching the name of Jesus. Somebody scream, Jesus! Let's celebrate Jesus, our firm foundation. Put your hands together and say, Jesus. Oh. Let's take our seat as we love on Jesus some more. He's our firm foundation. Let me touch the neighbor you're sitting by. Just say, Jesus is your firm foundation. And he always would be. Hallelujah. Can you give Jesus some smiles on your faces? Christ is my firm foundation. The rock on which I stand when everything around me is shaking. I've never been more glad that I put my faith in Jesus. Cause he's never let me down. He's faithful through every season. So I would even now. He would have a witness in this place. Celebrate Jesus if you believe him.
forsaken Anyone said now Say it to yourself, just put your name there I've never seen the righteous forsaken <laughs> Bobby Moore said, well, hey I've never seen a righteous forsaken And it was that now, 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 now Rain came, wind blew My house was built on you Now we want to have a, a keynote presentation from somebody who is very well qualified to do so and it's in line with this skill acquisition event. Hallelujah. He is a professor of economics currently serving at the Pan-African University in Lekki and also, yeah you can clap, you can clap. 
He's also serving as a visiting professor at the University of Ibadan. Before then, he served as a senior research fellow at the NDIC, and he also is a member of the Technical Review Committee of the National Development Plan. He is a former visiting scholar at the AFDP and the IMF, and also he is a regular speaker at CBN workshops and seminar. He is a member of the Redeemed Evangel Commission. He, he's one of us. He currently serves as a deacon at Trem Akoka. He's married and he is blessed with three kids. Please join me, church, as we welcome on stage Professor Perikuna Erega. You're welcome. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Good morning. Okay, let me start this morning first uh, by thanking God to stand before us to speak to us within the few time that I have. Uh, God is faithful and I also want to, being uh, a son in the house, I want to thank our big daddy, even though he's not here. Uh, for several years, I, I think I I'm a tremite and I became a tremite in Trem, Akure. And so since that time, one voice that has helped me and shaped me is Big Daddy's voice. So I want to celebrate him. Please, let's celebrate Big Daddy. Please permit me to celebrate also Big Mommy. Big Mommy is not here. Please, let's celebrate her. Please, let's celebrate Big Mommy. Hallelujah. And all, colleges, all the College of Bishops, please let me celebrate. Let me just clap for them this morning. And particularly, I want to celebrate uh, Bishop Oke here because uh, I was a tremite from Akure several years ago. Uh, and then I moved to Ondo when I joined uh, Ademi College of Education as a lecturer. It was me and Reverend Bumin that started that branch that you have in Ondo. So me, him, and his wife. So you've been my pastor for some time. Praise the Lord. I want to also celebrate my pastor. I know he's not here. Reverend Akintola is my pastor in Tremakoka. He's someone that is dear to me. Uh, he's so, so dear to me. And it's not here, but I want to celebrate Reverend Akintola. And he's been my pastor for more than 10 years now that I'm in Lagos. And all pastors and all leaders that are here, please, I want to celebrate you. I want to celebrate you. I want to celebrate you. Reverend Max and the wife were also my pastor at the time when I was in Abuja at the NDIC. Please, I celebrate you, sir. So I passed through the hand of several pastors in Trem. This morning, I, I'll be speaking to us, uh, and it will be specific to the graduates, but it will also be useful to everyone that is seated there. I want to speak to us on what I try to skill acquisition, making a difference in your chosen business. I'm an economist, and my speaking will be, will be more from that perspective. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't share my slide, but it's available. If you find it useful, I can share it. I, I think sometimes back I spoke at the Men Can We Talk, uh, talking about making a difference also. So there is similarity with what some of the things I'm going to say and what I'm going to say now. And it will be very useful to, to the graduate. Let me start by, anytime I'm given opportunity to speak on business, I like to speak and, and explain something about something that I, came, I, I got an understanding about and it has helped me several 
years ago till now. And that is telling people about what is money because business, you are going to make money. Telling people about what is money. What is money? You know, most times, most of us, what we take or understand as money is not what money is about. And so I want to take us back to memory lane to history that you, are, you could recall that money started from what we call trade by butter. And then from there, it moved to gold, to metal coin, to paper money, to plastic uh, cards, then electronic money, and then today we're talking about cryptocurrency, right? And the reason for cryptocurrencies are so obvious because we are looking for a global system that could facilitate trade and investment seamlessly in terms of payment. So I would like to go back to the first one, which is trade by butter. And I'm talking about that because even in the Bible, and if you study the Bible, one of the best ways to study the Bible is to say is the law of first mention. Trade by butter is the first route where money emanated from. And what is it about? It's about the fact that you must put effort, right, as somebody that wants to go into business, put effort toward to produce a value. And then you take that value to the marketplace. And you must locate someone that has also put effort to produce a value. Then you will change that value. So money actually started from a change of value. Okay? That was, that was where money started from. So it's about, it's about putting effort toward to a change value. Unfortunately, if you have to go to that market, before that market has to be probably a market in the Dumota, a market in Bagada, and all of this. But the market we talk about today has changed. The market is no more Bagada, the market is no more Akoka, or whatever you find yourself. What do I mean? Your customers, if you want to do well as a skilled person or as a business person, you must think beyond the guy created value, he supplied it, and then he located someone. Now, the problem about that system and why we changed that system was that we had a problem of quantification. How do I know that the value I have created and the one I want to receive is of the same level? And that's why we shifted away from that to today, the world is talking about cryptocurrency. So with that definition and with that background, I want to let us know that the currency in your pocket is not money. So if you want to do a business, the currency of money is just a part, an aspect of money. It's just a part, an aspect of money. In fact, in my research, I found out that currency is the body of money. And currency is not universal. So if you want to do business, and if it's currency that you want to pursue, at this age, and especially in Nigeria, where inflation is above 20 some, about 27%, and then with unification, the exchange rate is almost about, about 1,000, right? Then you need to know that you need to go beyond currency. Why do I say it's the body? Because body, the body of money cannot be everywhere and it cannot be universal. So when scripture talked about money answered all things, he was not talking about the body of money. He wasn't talking about the body. He was talking about something beyond the body of money. And the two things I'm going to talk about will help everyone that wants to go into business or is still in business. And what is that aspect? Money has another dimension called the soul. And what is the soul of money? It is the value that you are going to command in the marketplace. Don't forget that I started by saying that the history of money started by trade by butter. And it means that you need to create value, and then that value has to be demanded somewhere for exchange, right? So the soul of money is actually the value that's what you supply in the marketplace. 
That is basically the soul of money. So if you are going to take your, if you are going to have a skill or whatever it is and you have, to, you have to go to the marketplace, then what is expected of you is that you must have a value that is relevant in the marketplace. You must have a value that is relevant in the marketplace. And that value is so, 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 so important. It's very, very important. And that is the source of where money started from. Why do I say the value is so important? Because it is that value that determines what you get. If you create value for people in Akoka, you get Akoka currency. That is, the, that is the currency that you will get. If you create value for people in Bagada, you get Bagada currency. But in this world, if your skill must be sustained in this era of COVID and uncertainties, then you must have a value that is beyond the theorem that you have. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise. That is the reason why, you know, when I see a business like Uber, I am always, I always, and I always like to use that example. And why do I like to use that example? It does not matter who created Uber. Even if people in Afghanistan don't like Uber, because probably if they don't like it, because probably it's a believer that created it, right? No matter whether they like it or not, because it's a global value, in Afghanistan they must use Uber. Uber. What do I mean? Create a value that will be useful and go beyond limitations. If your skill must matter. So the first, 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 you know, dimension of money that you must take very seriously is the value that you create. The second dimension is, this, is, is that money has a dimension called the spirit. It has spirit. And what do I mean? If you are going to start your business, please take note that customers are looking for someone that has integrity. Customers are looking for someone that, has, that is disciplined, someone that has trust and someone that can be honest. In fact, even if you are, for those of us who have company, if you want to employ anyone, beyond the skill they have, you are looking out for someone that has these dimensions or these traits that I'm talking about. Discipline, trustworthy, integrity, and, and, and being honest, right? Now, the thing about this, this character trait that I've mentioned is that none of them can be seen with a microscope, none, none. You cannot measure them by microscope. That is why they are of the spirit. So to sustain a business and to be relevant, then you need to understand that there's a spiritual dimension of money. You can have a skill, but if you don't understand this dimension of money, your business will go down. Your business will go down. So if you, as you are coming out of this door, I want to please employers that note that what sustain business is beyond currency. What sustain business is that money has a dimension called of the spirit and people are looking out for someone that is trustworthy. People are looking out for someone that, 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 that you know, has integrity and all of that. And all of this cannot be measured, but we are looking up for them. We want them in our business. One thing I learned from my dad, my dad is not educated, he's close to about 80 and up to now, he's a businessman. And up to now, I, I, I hardly send money to my dad. I send money to him, but maybe once, in, maybe in Christmas or when there is demand, he calls me. He's still taking care of himself. And fortunately or fortunately, the man is married to about six wives. He's still taking care of all of them. But he's a businessman, not educated. What do I learn from him? If my dad, if you do business with my dad, and your one cobble gets to his hand, and he notices later, he will put that one cobble aside and keep it to thy kingdom come when you return and give you that one cobble. Second thing I learned from him is discipline to time. If you put meeting for 8 o'clock, my dad will be there at 7.30. He will be the only person that all. And he will just pray the not quite long to say that 
uh, God should help us as a church and all of that. One thing that we need to take note that is a problem, and I'm a tremor, at least I've been a tremor for several years, is that we don't obey time. And anywhere I speak, I use my university as an example. My VC is a white man. I was a white man, now we have a new VC. If meeting is by eight, you can't come into that door and open that door when it's eight o'clock. You must be there before eight. People in business and those who are serious with business don't play with, play with time. Time is so important when it comes to business. And I want to speak to us as those that are graduating. My wife is here and with me and she's a fashion designer. One thing that we, when we started that business was that if we tell you that you pick up your clothes by so-so date, if you come before that date, you will get it. If you come before, that's one thing that, that's one core value that we put in that business. The first core value. You know, they said one of the persons to fear are those in skill. If I, they said, if you don't fear tailors, you are, then you have not started fearing God. Those who are in skilled business or those who are doing all this mechanic and all of that, they are very terrible people when it comes to timing. They can dribble you. Recently, we gave a, gave a contract to someone. The guy dribbled us like upside and down. In fact, even a kosher cannot play that game the way he dribbled us. And if, if that guy calls me another time, I will never, never, you know, go there. Or if I need to give him another contract, I won't go there. There was a time we needed to supply some things to, to University of Lagos, socks right from our from our business and then we started looking for who can who can who can produce them we got a contact with somebody in china when he knew that that is what we wanted the guy was calling us almost every day one of the problems we have is that when we have those kind of link to so somebody wants to do it something with us we, after the first discussion we just cut off the guy was calling us as if he has he has met us before but this is where i'm going the day we gave him money and the day he told us he's going to deliver we never saw it delivered it delivered. That is one problem that most people that are in business has. That's why I said money has a spirit dimension. Discipline to timing is very, very important. So what is money? When Bible says money answers all things, it means God answers all things. So I can replace money there with God. It means money is God's global solution to global problem. And that value that is created is ever ready to solve global problem. It's ever ready. It's ever ready. So if you create it, then you attract money. How do you make a difference in, in business as part of what I want to talk about this morning? Note that your market is not in Baghdad. I think I've said that your market is in the globe. And to make a difference and be successful in whatever business that you go, please make your skill or business rare. Make your skill or your business rare. By the way, let me appreciate Reverend Chinedu when he called me and said, I must speak in this program. I was like, my week was so occupied because I was this program taking place, uh, Manufacturing Association of Nigeria with BOI and all of that. We're having a program this week in, in, in Federal Palace Hotel. I was, to speak, I was a keynote speaker there. And then when he called me, I said, ah, if Reverend Chinedu call you, the friend of your father is calling you. And if I say no, then I'm not serious. After several years in TREM, and beyond that, if I say no to him, I'm going to say no to, you know, uh, trem as a whole that I've passed through all my life till now. So I told him, when the guy said, I'm going to look at my calendar, but no matter what it is, I will be there. I will be there. I will be there. You want to make a difference in what you are doing, whatever skill it is, please make it rare. What do I mean? You need to be unique. You don't need to be common. And this is the essence of purpose. 
I want to let us know that when you become common, you will be lost in the crowd and be paid like a commoner. You'll be paid like a commoner in whatever you are doing. I, I remember several years ago when I started speaking in an event, and I remember not quite long, somebody invited me to speak in a place, and he said, he, 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 he said he's going to pay, I think the first time he paid about 50000 per per hour. And the second time he called me, I said, I'm not available, because 50000 per hour is too small for me to come. Why? Because I put value on myself over the years, and then that value is what they are, you are paying for. So please, I know that you have gotten a skill, but you need to make yourself unique. You need to make yourself unique. You need to make your business rare. And how do you make it rare? It has to be very valuable. What people come to buy from you is value. It's value. That's what they are looking for. It does not matter the skill you are given. The reason why, and let me also say this. If you set up a business somewhere in Bagada, you'll be amazed to know that customers can buy something from somewhere in Calabar and it will be delivered to them while you are there. You are there. And there's somebody who just deliver something that from nowhere, customers that you don't know will deliver something from anywhere. And you are there saying that Nigeria is bad. Please, to be valuable, lash onto the power of specialization, and I call it expertise. That thing you are doing, if it's fashion design, what part of it are you good at? Don't be a general overseer of everything. Don't be a general overseer. Because your demand is a function of that value. Don't seek position, seek value. Seek value. This morning, quickly, what are the prerequisites for business sustainability? I want to let us know this morning that 80% of SMEs in Nigeria die between three, uh, three to five years. In fact, in 2017, the NBS report shows that we have about 42 million MSMC, MSMEs, right? But that number has dropped to less than about, about 39 million. It means that almost about 3 to 4 million have, have, have dropped. So I want to let us know this morning that it is good to have a skill, which is very fine. But you need to understand the business of that skill to thrive. There is a difference between having a skill and having the business of the skill. That is different between the two of them. You can have a skill, I might not know, understand the business of that skill. And I can give you several, by the way, as an economist, anything I read in the Bible is, is, is economics. Joseph is one example I can give since I'm in church. Who is Joseph? Joseph won't find himself in the prison. And as a businessman, he woke up and found out that two guys were, were thinking that were, were troubled. Other prisoners were there. But as a businessman, he went to them and said, what is the problem? And he started marketing to them of his dream and his skill. There's a skill he has. But you need to also understand that the business of that skill is not from having a skill or else nobody will buy from you. So he went to them and started talking to them. And the process of talking to them, he solved that problem. Others were in that same prison crying. And after solving the problem, he now advertised to them, please, I did not collect money from you, but be my marketer. When you get to the palace, market me. <laughs> They will market your business. At least I can prophesy because I'm a son of the house. My bishop has laid out on me when I was in a several time. I said they will market your business. That was the reason why Joseph left other prisoners from the prison. In fact, it was that marketing that took him out of prison, or else he probably would have died in, in the prison. <laughs> so, please, what are the prerequisites you need because of my time? First is that you need to give your business identity. Time will fail me to tell, tell you why you need to give your business identity and image. God started with us by giving us identity. 
The phone you carry has an identity. If it's iPhone, there's an Apple at the back. One of the problems that most businesses in Nigeria have, as well as businesses that are starting, is that they don't have identity. So when government or international organizations are looking for a way to assist them, there's no name they could trace them to. You are like an Akarasela that is not known anywhere. Nobody could help you because when the, the, when, when the world is going down things, and there is need for help and organizations are coming up, they are looking for someone that is known. Give your business an image. Give your business an image. As you step out of this place, give it an image. We are created in the image of God. You are known. You know, uh, the sons of Skiva, they are customers that I like. They say, Paul, I know because Paul, Paul has an identity. Jesus, I know. This business you are selling about Jesus, who are you? <laughs> you are coming to sell with. Because when people, when you want to deal with people of high class and you want to progress to the next level, they want to know what is the identity of that business. So number one is I register that business, open the business I can, and always pay tight, because not tight, but tight is fine, but I think I've mentioned about tight, right? Pay tight, but pay tax. Because when government and organization are looking for someone to, to assist and, and give whatever grant it is, they want to see your record that you are paying tax. That is what we call social contract. But also give yourself an online image. Go as you are living here, open a business Facebook page or an Instagram page and make it busy. It's not a place for us to be posting pictures. It's the pictures of your business because they want to see that you are available online. And it's so, so, so important. Somebody spoke about the fact, I think Reverend, Reverend Anthony, uh, my, my pastor, was talking about the fact that he has learned digital marketing, right? One of the areas or one of the places you can do proper digital marketing for your business is that is, is through Facebook. And let me also tell you this. If you open business in Akoka and you rely on Akoka customers, as an economist, I can tell you that that business will die. What do I mean? The customers you have with this period of subsidy removal and income is almost nothing. They will send their children to you, go and meet Mama Ebuka to bring one Congo of Gari for me. Tomorrow, they will come. What are the remaining money? You start selling to people that you know because the network of people that you know are people, people that can take things from you on credit. And over time, your business will go down. When we started selling shoes and suits, we went online. We never looked for any, all the customers that are around us, they wanted to hold us money. So we have to open a business page online on Facebook, advertise. And this day and time, you can deliver something to anybody anywhere in the world. There are places that can, try. there are so many places where you can even do your registration where they will say, we help you to deliver it, and then we help you to collect your money and send it back to you. So don't look, at customers around you, credit will kill your business. But credit will not kill your business. Get a business email. Please, because of my time, let me quickly rush through this. What are practical tips for you to make your business sustainable and relevant? Build on this foundation. Last time I spoke on, on, on Men Can We Talk, I said, one of the things that we need to do and need to know is that there's what we call the YouTube University. I'm from the university. And I think I made mention of the fact that the reason why the wall of Jericho fell for the Israelites to walk into Canaan was because Canaan is a knowledge economy. Why is it a knowledge economy? In Canaan, you cannot see gold. You won't see any of this thing that you are seeing. You need to develop knowledge to discover gold and refine it and then as a value return it back for sale. So it's a knowledge place. It's not a place for, for manna to fall and you pick things for free. So when it comes to knowledge, the wall of Jericho has to fall. That is why if you go to the UK or US, you never see a wall around our university. But if you go to the University of Lagos, there is a wall that is there. Because the university is supposed to be serving the community, so there should be no wall. That's why God prophesied to say the wall must fall. What do I mean? The wall of having access to knowledge has fallen in your room. 
you can update yourself and become better in what you are doing. The only reason why people will patronize you is because you have a knowledge that is above the global you know, customers or global sellers that you are competing with. The world of knowledge has fallen. You don't need to go to University of Nigeria to get a degree. You can improve on what you have gotten because it's a foundation that you have gotten. Please improve on it. You want to be useful in this era? Go and update. The phone in your hand is designed for update. The laptop in your hand is designed for updates. If you are not updating, you will not be useful. When COVID came and post-COVID, so many people lost their jobs, so many business went down because they could not understand how to shift from when there is a shock to something else. And so those businesses die. So many businesses in Nigeria die because people don't update themselves. The same knowledge. I'm a professor of economics, but I think the last time uh, Pastor Shimelos preached here, he said there are different streams <laughs> to what? To the Garden of Eden. I'm a professor of economics, but I speak on events, and I, I, in fact, I used to tell myself, I said, I'm also a fashion designer, and I also sell clothes. You want to be useful at this time and age? Per capita GDP in Nigeria is about $1,800. I think it used to be about $2,000 plus, but now with exchange rate, it's about $1,800. Poverty will still be on the increase, but you can escape poverty by gaining more knowledge. The only escape route to, 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 to poverty is knowledge. In fact, somebody said hard work is the escape route to hard life. You escape yours. Let me also say this because of my time. Please, as you start this business, Avoid price discrimination. What do I mean? You are going to, some people will refer some people to you. Maybe I live in Highland, right? So, for instance, I come to you and somebody said, Ah, I know this person that can, that can do this, and they, will, they refer you to me. I'm using myself because I'm, I'm going to be big. <laughs> this is my statement. And then, because you later know that Bright is a professor of economics and live in the Highland is coming, what businesses do in Nigeria is that if they were doing 10 era before, they would double it to 20 naira. They will say, it's an island customer, he has money. See, what determines your price is not a customer that is coming from somewhere. What determines your price is the value that you give. Price value. Because they can confirm prices anywhere. And if they know, they will never come back to you. Please, it's not the rate of shitting that determines sustaining a business. It is the rate of turnover. And one customer from Lekki will open sources of customer for you from different places in Lekki. And let me also, this is the best form of advertisement is referral. That was what Joseph understand as a businessman and told that guy, please refer me. They will refer you. I said they will refer you. I said they will refer you. In the name of Jesus. The other thing you must take note that you need proper record keeping. This is one area that businesses in Nigeria lack understanding. Anybody that is thinking about dealing with you for, for contract or something, they want to see your record. Please, as you start, open a book. I told my wife when we started fashion business, open a book. And then your cost, your profit, right? Your tax, and then your tithe. Let there be a book. Because when you see every company that is, why do they do annual report and AGM? It's because it makes them to over the time assess their progress and see areas have missed it. If you are in business for five years and you don't have a record of what happened five years ago, and by the way, we have experienced COVID several years ago before. Businesses that have passed through those COVID, they've, they've documented experiences. One of the ways you can learn experiences and do better in the, what you are doing and what you want to do is that you have records to be able to study. 
You have a record to study. And that record will tell you why at that time, and by the way, every business will experience a boom, every business will experience a, a time of recession. Every business, your record you will know and why it is like that, and you prepare yourself to overcome it. And that is also something that is a business principle in the Bible, which the same Joseph, the economist, was able to pull through, and then we know what happened. Even believers have to go to that same land, left their own business, and go to somewhere else in, in Egypt, and then they fed them. By understanding the principle that my business is going down, not because there is a wish and wizard. By the way, people think that when your business is going down, there is a wish around you or somebody has sprinkled something. If your business is going down, you need to understand why. Check your book and your record. If anybody wants to assist you with any money or whatever it is, whether it is government or national government, they want to look at your record. Please, record keeping is the most important part. And in this day and generation, record keeping is very easy. That's what, there are several apps for that. That's what an app called um, Keeper and several apps. You can use them to keep your records and go through them. And go through them and assess yourself where you are. And God will help us in Jesus' name. Please, I want you to know that you need to learn how to develop proposal. You need to learn how to develop proposal. There are two proposals that I'm talking about here. One is that you must learn how to write proposal for your business, right, if you want to start, right? But the second one, you must also learn how to write a proposal and defend that proposal. Because when you want to take a contract, they will ask you to bring proposal. That is when you are not scratching your head. As you are starting now in that area, go and learn how to write proposal. So for contract and their proposal for your business, there are two different things. Why do I say so? When somebody wants to give you, in fact, we have checked, all of us have seen online where we have this YES program and several other programs where they say, you want to start a business, come before us and defend your business in five minutes. And then you see people struggling and then they don't get money at the end. Why? Because they lack understanding about writing a proposal and defending that proposal. That's why I like Joseph. When they brought Joseph before the king, a man that understands. In how many minutes? If you even give him two minutes, he will tell him about that business. And when it was done, the man said, there's no contractor that should be given this job except you. You are the only contractor. Because you didn't just know how to write proposal, you also know how to defend it. The only way you can scale is to get contracts. That's one way. And if you don't know how to defend it, you can never scale. You can never scale. It's not only Joseph. We know several in the Bible. Is it David? David is also one person that I like as an economist. Please, do everything possible to ensure that you have a strategic plan and you align your plan with your budget. Please, time will fail me to talk about the last one of them, which is that please deliver on quality. And what do I mean? Pay attention to detail, respect time, respect human dignity, and then be committed and, and also ensure that there should be no excuse in what you are doing. I'm going to see you at the top because I know that you will make it. Thank you so much for listening to me. listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remain blessed.